people say, uh, na 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 na. Ha <laughs> ha, people. Woo! Man, like, I have to say, I remembered the beat differently. But this was fire back in the day. Shit. Man, Master P had it on lock for a minute, for sure. But, um, yo, nearly didn't do this shit today, people. Ain't gonna lie, right? Put out chin check earlier in the day. And then I just crashed. Oh, my God. It's crazy. But I'm like, yo... Need to do the shit for the end of the year, you feel me? So here we are. Um, I have to say, I saw this piece, right? That I was like, yo, that is crazy, man, right? It was a, 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 this is a father and son rescued from the Australian outback. And I'm like, yo, that could have been insane, right? And, and, and then you read the piece And it's like Nah That one What the fuck That ain't scary You know because you I just think You hear the st- you, you hear that right Rescue from Australian Outback And you think there's snakes Poisonous spiders Like the dingoes Trying to steal a baby somewhere You know what I mean You think Yo Hairy man, maybe some crocodiles. I don't know, crazy, you know, boxing kangaroos, all of that shit. But no, there was nothing. So essentially, you know, the this group they got they got caught in um, some mud. Right, they're in their truck. It gets there's been some heavy rain or something. They get caught in mud, and um. They realise that, yeah, they they can't do anything. So, three of them head out to get help. And, again, it's just like, oh, fuck. Yo, those three could have been attacked and killed and eaten. No. They waited until the morning, right? They camped in the car overnight, waited for the morning, and then hiked, hiked to the nearest town, right? Mount Isa. So, yeah, they get to the town, go to the police station, a rescue mission is launched, right? So, a helicopter comes out, and they eventually find a father and son sitting on top of the car, absolutely fine, right? They had water, they were cool, took them to the hospital, nothing wrong with them. They checked the people that did the march, they were all fine as well. I mean... Yo, disappointing story to say the least. I'm expecting, you know, escaping poisonous cobras, right? Having to suck the venom out from a black widow bite. Nothing. Nothing at all. Ugh. It's a disappointing. It's a disappointment, people. A real disappointment. But. Luckily, there is news that is crazy as a motherfucker. So, we're going to get into that, people. Rest assured, this is no, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is no bullshit like some rubbish rescue mission, 
We got the real shit. So step inside, people. Take a seat. Get comfy. Because we're bringing it today. We are bringing it on the last Echoes from the Void of 2020. Boom. Okay, so this... This is an interesting one, right? And I kind of feel... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't really watch football anymore. Right? Don't really watch it. Now, I feel I've spoken a good few times on the reason. Basically, it comes down to racism and bullshit. You know? So, yeah. I, and I just... Yeah, I just lost that interest. Right? I'd rather watch MMA. I'd rather watch grappling. Right? That's that's it. That's where things are right now. But um, yeah, there's a, a this big blow up. It would seem. Now, a um, yes, she's a pundit. I think that's what they're saying she is, right? So an analyst, pundit. I don't know. I think they're the same thing, right? Um, her name's Karen Carney. So she was a player back in the day. You know she. Played for England 140 times, 144 times even, right? And had played for a number of uh, of clubs as well, um, which yes, obviously you you would have to do <laughs> to get to play for England, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right? See, after a game between Leeds and West Bromwich Albion, she made some comments. Right, made some comments about Leeds and uh, didn't really go over too well with some people, you know. Um, yeah, but Leeds then answered back and everyone is in an uproar, right? Which is it's an odd one, right? It is definitely an odd one. Okay, so um, now what Karen said, um, she said they uh, about Leeds, they outrun everyone and credit to them. My only concern would be that they blew up at the end of the season. We saw that the last couple of seasons. I actually think they got promoted because of COVID in terms of it gave them a bit of respite. I don't know if they would have got up if they didn't have that break. Right? Now, that's that's what she said on, you know, live TV, would it be? I know. I know it aired over um, Prime. I don't know where else... It aired, maybe on Sky, I don't know, but I think a lot of people would have seen, um, yeah, would have seen what she said, and yeah, Leeds took offence, right, so what they did, they cut that video, and they attached it to a tweet that said, um, had a, a questioning emoji, Next to promoted because of COVID, a smiling emoji, which said they won the league by 10 points. And then a clapping one, which says, hi, prime video sport. 
And yeah, everyone is pissed. Pissed about it, right? Because now that's all the club did. The club didn't say anything else. That's all the club did. But a load of people then, you know, obviously jumped on Carney, right? Jumped on her, sending her online abuse, which, you know, happens, right? That's just what happens on Twitter and other social media platforms, should we say. There's the same thing would happen on Facebook, Instagram. Shit, people talk shit. You know, when they're an anonymous, when they're when they're anonymous, especially they talk shit. So, yeah. Now a load of people are, um, yeah, coming at Leeds, and their owner Andrea Radizani. You know, um, there's a group called Women in Football, right? They feel that the tweet was inappropriate, right? And, um, yeah, but Ranazani, you know, she, she said, um, uh, you know, she condemns any abuse of Carney, right? And she also said, everyone at the club respects Karen greatly for all she has achieved in the game, as well as her work in the media and the charity work she undertakes, um, but, <laughs> there is always a but, right? She then said, I consider that comment from Carney completely unnecessary and disrespectful to our club and particularly to the fantastic hard work of our players and coaches, which is a valid point. You know, it's a valid point, right? Now, other people are... Um, yeah, jumping, jumping in, as they do, you know what I mean, which, uh, yeah, I do find amusing, right, I, I, I definitely find it amusing when other people then suddenly have opinions, right, so, um, you know, a tennis commentator, he jumped in, David Law, he said, did you really need to tweet something like this and invite a pile on? Right? <sighs> oh, dear. Now, the women in football group, they tweeted, whether you agree with the comment or not, singling out and ridiculing an individual on an official account is not what we're here for. Karen Carney is a well-informed pundit. This tweet is insightful and inappropriate. Not a good look now or at any time. And isn't, I have to say this, right? Carney, she made, she, you know, she made comments that they didn't really have, you know, any... Like any real substance to them They're just her opinions You know Just her opinions Right there, There's no fact to them Because there's no way you could actually prove Any of that Because we've seen In many different sports Clubs You know 
Start well, then dip, and then come back. You know? I, I forget which NFL game it was a few weeks back. I think it might have been the Falcons, right? They st- First quarter, great. The next two, ugh, terrible, right? And they made a comeback in the fourth and j- just won. Now, like, after the second quarter, you might have thought, ooh, I, I think they're done. I think they are done, especially after the third, but they came back, right? So you never know what the fuck is going to happen. You don't. You you don't know. How many times has Brady, well, did Brady bring the Patriots back from the brink? Like, he did it last, I think it was last week for Tampa, right? You It looked like they were done, but he brought them back for the win, you know? Shit like that happens. So to say that, oh, it was only because of the break that allowed that that team to win. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of bullshit. But it's an opinion. You can have an opinion. Now, I don't know if she, you know, framed it as... I I don't know. They played well. Look, they won by 10 points. Some people might not agree with this, but I kind of think that I don't know if um, you know, she framed it like that. From what I saw, she didn't, but I don't know because I just saw a snippet, right? So I'm not going to say either way. But you could easily say what she said was inflammatory. So, and I kind of feel, you say that, you say what she said, you know people are going to respond, you know people are going to respond, what the fuck are you doing, you know what I mean, so, for anyone to then go, oh, well, Leeds, they, they, oh, they're inflammatory for what they, shut up, right, like, you can't start something and then expect Nothing to come back at you. You know, she said it on a large platform. They said it on a large platform. They're kind of even, right? They are kind of even. So, just leave it alone and it disappears. You know what I mean? By everyone piling in right now, they're making this a whole lot bigger than what it is. But, she said some shit, they, they didn't even really say some shit, they're just like, we won it by 10 points, bitch, <laughs> you know what I mean, shut up, that's essentially all they say, be like, calm down, we won by 10 points, what are you talking, you know what I mean, and by 10 points, it's saying it wasn't close, so, You know, what they put, hey, you can't say it was disrespectful. You can't say that because it wasn't. They just pointed out the facts. So she said her shit. They responded. It's done. Leave it alone. And you don't need all of these people jumping in and being like, oh, you're terrible. Oh, you're so bad. Because, 
No. And Rio fucking Ferdinand. He's such an arse. You read? He was an arse as a player. He's an arse as a post-career, whatever the fuck he is doing right now. He's like, oh, the club should delete the post. And he's like, shut the fuck up, Rio. You fucking asswipe. You know what I mean? Jesus, man. So many idiots. People leave it and it's gone. But you are stoking this fire right now. Probably making it worse for Carney. You know? And also, understand, a lot of the people responding, they don't even give a fuck about leads. They're just trolls, right? They are just trolls. And I think if you try and go, oh, you know, you can't say this because it's going to cause this. No, no, no. Because you have no influence on those. Those trolls will look for any reason to do what they do. You know what I mean? And Twitter could stop that. Twitter could stop that. Right? Like, you can only post if you have a picture of yourself, you know? They they could ban bullshit usernames, right? So you have to have your name. Have to have your name. Now, you could, like, um... I ain't like Instagram, right? You you have your name. You have to have your name on your profile, but your, your handle could be something else, Right? And I think that's fair because you, your name is still there. Like, people still know who the fuck says what. Right? And there needs to be that attachment. That's the only way all the shade throwing stops. Right? So there's ways around it. But are these companies going to go, all right, you've got to have a picture of yourself. You know, you've got to have, you know, just some things. Like, you have to be an active member. You can't have no posts. But jumping in, responding, talking shit all the time. You could ban that. You know? You could. But they haven't. So, that says a lot, people. I feel that says a lot. But anyway. You know what I mean? Because, hey, we could get into this. Whew. We could really get into this But, you know, it's shit that's not changing So, what is the point, right? What's the point? I feel the point, the main point of this situation is, though It's done <laughs> You know what I mean? Hey, they both, you know they It's like in a schoolyard They both shouted a thing at each other Now they've been separated And it's over So, people just back off and leave it alone. I have to say, when you um look back at the year, right? So much like crazy bad shit has been going on. But there have been glimmers of good. There have been good things that have gone down. And um yeah, one of those things happened in Argentina, right? Even though the goddamn church tried to stop it. Now, 
I will qualify that by saying the Catholic Church, but it tried to stop it, which is always, always amusing, especially when you hear the Pope try and pretend that, oh, that they are all loving, all caring, and they're changing their policies, and they're looking to do right by people, and then draconian Bullshit always shines through. So take a bow, church. Take a bow. Anyway, what I am talking about is in Argentina, Congress has just legalized abortions. Yeah. Now, you like it, it seems right when you say that, you'd be like, what? <laughs> What, do, what are you talking about? Just? It's 2020. Come on, man. But no, abortions, for the most part, were, um, yeah, they were illegal. Right? I think you could only have an abortion um, in Argentina, right? If, um, yeah, if you'd been raped, right? That was... One of the reasons why you could, which, you know, at least, at least they had that in place, right? Or the pregnancy would put the mother's health at risk. But I don't think both are all um, necessarily a given, right? Because you have to then prove the rape, right? And... You know, some people might go, um, well, you know, we don't see that really as being that much of a risk to the mother, right? It's what you call at risk. Because, you know, mentally, you know, a, a pregnancy could be severely, you know, detrimental to someone. Depending on how they're coping and their their current situation and just stuff like that, you know, a history in the family of severe postnatal um, depression. You know, who knows? But yeah, there's certain things of how do you prove that? You know, and are they going to listen once you've said it? You know, that that that's always the big one, right? You know, you can speak, you can speak. But uh, it is not always listened to. So, uh, yeah, they, at, at, the, at the time, were the only ways in which you could, uh, you know, seek an abortion. Which, it does seem crazy, right? Definitely does seem crazy. And, you know, with the, uh, the Catholic Church being so powerful in Argentina... You know, it, it 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 put a real strong opposition to everything that was going down. But luckily, I think there were a couple of things in favour for them. Because even though the president is, you know, religious, he had made it a point of his um, presidential uh, campaigning. You know, that um, his platform, yes, that's, that's, I think that's what they call it, isn't it? Yes, he'd made it part of his platform to uh, yeah, give women 
you know, that right. Yeah, he he, he said that, which, you know, I, I have to say, you know, I, I definitely have to say that it's always good when someone in that power keeps that promise. Because we have seen so many times, right, so many times people, uh, yeah, recant, you know what I mean? And, um, yes, you know, avoid doing the things that they said they would do. You know, but yeah, he he'd said, um, I'm Catholic, but I have to legalize for everyone, right? Um, and I think I think that's yeah, that's a that that's great. That really is because here's the crazy thing, right? And I think this was part of his reasoning. Every year, thirty eight thousand women had been taken to hospital. Due to clandestine terminations you know, you know what I mean That is crazy That's crazy You know, it's just bad And also, like, more than 3,000 women die From uh, bad abortions and complications You know, so when that number of people are dying you got to do it, you know, you got to do something, and it's funny, because in the UK, because this is the thing, right, so the, the abortions are legal up to 14, 14 weeks of pregnancy, and yeah, there is no issue about that in the UK, I think the only thing is, I think after 10 weeks, you have to go to the hospital, to get it, the hospital or a medical centre to get it done, and not that you have to stay in there, I think for the most part they just want to see you take the tablets, make sure everything is fine, and if everything is cool after an hour or so, they let you go, give you the second dose, and then that's it, right, so what is a given in a lot of countries, you then discover, yeah, you cannot do that, in other places, right, other places in, um, you know, the region, such as El Salvador, right, El Salvador, Nicaragua, the Dominic, do that, Domin, do, Domin, Dominican Republic, I don't know why that was such a struggle, but jeez, you know, um, yeah, abortion is banned, abortion is banned there, you know, and, hey, this is a big one, right, but Uruguay, Cuba, Guyana, and in parts of Mexico, um, yeah, abortions are allowed to, um, women are allowed to request abortions, you know, there are limits on the number of weeks in some places, but you can ask, which is, um, yeah, I think it's definitely, Interesting, Cuba is on that list, seeing the fact that, you know, Cuba has been often been denounced as being, uh, you know, inhumane and evil and all of this, you know, and uh, they're, uh, you know, one of the countries in the kind of Latin American diaspora who are, uh, 
you know, actually doing things right. But um, yeah, I I think this is it's huge, and a- another reason it went down was due to uh, the green wave, right? Which has been a growing group of uh, women, you know, campaigning upon um, these sorts of things. You know, started as a ground, a grassroots. Thing, but they've definitely grown in influence, right? And I think it's big that they've turned over this law that has been in place since 1921. 1921, you know? How fucking insane, right? Just, it's not good. It's not, listen, and I un- look, I understand some people believe in life and all of that kind of shenanigans, but this is the thing, right? Do you really want children brought into the world where people can't support them? You know, can't support them, right? It's not good. And maybe then they won't be loved. That's not good because it's just gonna breed other issues going forward like homelessness drug addiction mental health issues you know so i think by having these laws it it, is only beneficial because it doesn't mean every woman is just gonna be like right let me get this scooped out of me you know what I mean there, there are plenty of laws Out there which you think Oh some people are like down for that Some people aren't It doesn't mean that then it opens these floodgates Of anarchy and democracy No It just means It gives people a fair option Right If you got drunk at a party You know And you, you fought Something was going in a certain way, but, you know, it didn't. Or condom split, you know, the mistakes happen. Even with a condom, you can still get pregnant. So it just means that things can get, you know, corrected for a time period, you know. And you can still go to college, go to university, finish school. You know, some people have got health concerns, right? Some people understand, I don't want kids, right? But there is too too much history of depression or, you know, whatever, whatever in my family. I don't want to pass that shit on. You know, there, there's certain things that people think. And when you restrict... Yeah, you make it real fucking swirly and difficult, man. So, hats off to Argentina. And let's see. Let's see how this, you know, affects South America. Because I know Brazil, Chile, basically the whole fucking region have been paying attention. So, hopefully, the grip of the fucking church. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that can wane 
and people are allowed to live their lives, man. Hopefully they can live their lives. So, thank God. You know what I mean? Thank God. Something important like this happened in this bullshit year. So, after seven months, seven goddamn months, hold on, I I think that's correct, actually, I might be wrong, I might be wrong, um, no, 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 I'm, no, hmm, no, it's nine. Right? At three to nine is twelve. Yes, nine months. God damn, I'm a moron. <sighs> oh dear. We might have some clarity finally on the Brianna Taylor <sighs> just terrible situation. Right? So it, it it's it's been made clear that termination letters have been sent to two of the officers. Now, that doesn't mean that that will happen, right? Because it has to go to court and everything like that. But, right, so um, the two in question are Joshua Janus, right? So he's the person that obtained the warrant to raid the house. Okay, so... um. Yeah, basically, he's been accused of lying when preparing the paperwork, right, to get that warrant. So, he, yeah, so he is, um, you know, up for being dismissed, and so is Miles Cosgrove, who they are saying is the one whose bullets, remember there were six of them, Killed Brianna Taylor Now I think it's not as clear cut as that Right So Janus's lawyers have said that Because right So Janus is being done for You know the, the lies To get the warrant And then the planning of the raid Right Now his lawyers are saying He didn't create the plan to raid the place, you know, and senior colleagues were present when, you know, the warrant was signed off, and I think from all the information that came out, right, yeah, other people need to be held accountable for this, because what it sounded like was they would just take warrants, copy, you know, Old ones that had been granted And yeah, do it like that So I think people understood What bullshit was happening A lot of the time So I think Yeah, there there needs to be A complete overhaul Of that situation And the people that have let That situation go on For what it is Because you know, this one ended in this horrible tragedy, but there are plenty of others that might have gone off without any killings, but were still illegal, technically, you know what I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I think, 
the people that have allowed this for however long it's been going on, what what are they doing? Right? Because obviously they don't really give that much fucks about their job. Because they're not following procedures. They're not doing things by the book. They're allowing illegal bullshit to happen. So yeah, you know, they should definitely be held accountable in some regards. Now whether that is a fine, a demotion, who knows? Something needs to happen. And I also feel, you know, Miles Cosgrove might have done the shots, but who are the ones that broke the door down? Right? Whoever put that plan together, because from all accounts, they just bust in. They just bust in and they didn't make it clear that they're they're cops, right? Because neighbours corroborated with um, Miss Taylor's boyfriend, right? That no one, no one shouted and said, hey, it's the police. Because they said in their first, I say first because there was... Many different alterations of the account But in that first account They supposedly knocked Knocked the door in And said it's the police And um Yeah When when the, the neighbours were asked They were like Yeah no one knocked And no one said it's the police They just smashed in that door Right so The boyfriend Of course he's gonna think That People were trying to raid the house Because I think There had been break-ins You know There had already been break-ins in that area So you would think If suddenly your door comes smashing in Fuck People are trying to fucking Raid and hurt my family So You know And remember they tried to arrest him They tried to arrest him Which is insane Right, so whoever formulated all of that, yo, yeah, that was some bullshit. So I feel that it goes deeper than these two. It definitely goes deeper than these two. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know. It's um yeah, it's a crazy thing, man. It's a crazy thing. So I think, I don't know, we'll have to wait to see I don't know, I can't see when this is going to call You know, and and when they're going to finalise all of this stuff But uh, hopefully, you know, justice is properly served You know, properly Not just two people, right, who are I can imagine them just throwing these two out Because they're the most convenient But Yeah It it was more than two people involved In this complete Bullshit situation So Hopefully not long left, right? Not long left before Yeah, a little bit of justice A little bit of justice And it's not just for, uh, you know, Brianna Taylor. But if this shit is allowed to just 
go without any answers. Think how many more people could could be hit in the same way. You know? So people need to answer for the bullshit and reforms need to be made. You know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully, that will happen. But we'll have to wait and see, I feel. So Christmas is meant to be the time of goodwill. Goodwill and peace to all, right? Yeah, that doesn't really go that far these days, it would seem. Man, I have just seen the crazy motherfucking video from the Arlo Soho Hotel where, um, you know, Keenan Harold and his son are, uh, yeah, kind of attacked by a crazy-ass woman. You know what I mean? It's a little baffling. The whole situation is really fucking insane, right? So, um, it was, uh, the footage I saw was from Good Morning America, I think. I think that was it. And, um, yeah, in the lobby of the hotel, and this woman comes, you know, she's, like, waving and shouting, and, like, he stole my phone, he's got my phone, he's got that phone, that guy's got my phone, and it's like, wait, what, right, and this is the thing, you just hear, you know, Keon be like, um, there, there, you know, there are more than one iPhone in this world, which is the thing, right, like, None of this made any logical sense. And then you've got the the manager of the hotel. He's just like, you know, he's like, it's a mess, man. Right? You kind of feel that, you know, people in public-facing roles, you know, in these, especially in a big-ass hotel chain, would get de-escalation training, because uh, this was not that, right, this was not that, you, you'd have wanted the woman to be told to sit down, you know, sit down, at the other side of the fucking room, or go to your room, go to your room, and we will come speak to you in a bit, and then quietly just ask the guy, you know, here's the thing, right? Everyone, for the most part, has has something which kind of lets you know your phone is your phone, right? Whether it's a, a certain image, background, you know, maybe it's a case, the configuration of your apps, right? There's always something which goes, yeah, that's my phone, right? That is clearly, that's my phone. There was none of that. So that's the weird thing. She's just like, that's my phone. That's my phone. And it's not, um, excuse me, I've, 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 you know, lost my phone and blah, 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 blah. It, it's just accusiastrics. Hmm. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> Accusatory. <laughs> yeah. Accusatory from the giddy up, right? And what is baffling about the whole thing, 
right? What is really baffling about the whole thing is how did she think this kid had her phone, right? This is the thing that, like, escapes me because the kid is on one side of the uh, of the foyer, she's on the other. So when they appear, Kian says when they appeared in the lobby straight away, she's like, "He stole my phone." Right. So, but it's like, how? Like, if that's the first time they have seen each, how did he get the phone? Right. That that's the big thing in this weird ass logic that doesn't get explained. You know what I mean? It, it's baffling. Now, it was later revealed, right? The hotel informed, you know, Kian Harold that an Uber driver returned her phone to her. So, obviously, she must have dropped it, it slipped out of her pocket, something, in an Uber that she got. But, yeah. An Uber driver returned that phone. Which god damn, right? How fucking crazy is that? Now here's the thing, right? There I, I'm sure there have been situations when you know you've been out and you've seen someone with something and you're like, wait, is that mine? And then you you look down and you realize. Oh no, my mine is there, right? <laughs> but I think people just run and accuse someone of stealing their shit. Now, it's different if someone was sitting by you, acting shifty, and then they've got up, and then you've noticed some of your shit's missing, right? Then you might be like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the fuck on But you kind of check Check your bags quickly Be like, uh, uh, is it here? Is it here? What's going on? You know, before you start Throwing around certain motherfucking words But yeah, this was out the gate Out the motherfucking gate Like, yo, he stole my shit So I think lawyers are involved, right, and they want the woman to be charged. Now, here's the thing as well. So, she did, suppose because you see on the video, because, you know, sensibly, <laughs> you know what I mean, the dad, he, he filmed the interaction, right? So, yeah, you, you see all of this, and... Um, yeah, she flies at them, and it's like she she ran at the sun, you know, ran at the sun, kind of essentially attacking him, right? So she did that, which is just like, what are you doing? God damn. Now, she did this, and I think she scratched, uh, you know, Keon Senior. Which, you know, you put hands on someone, that is assault. You know what I mean? It is assault. 
So they want um, those charges to be put against her, which I can fully understand why, right? Because it's this situation of (sighs) how many times are we going to have people make bullshit accusations, you know, like, everyone remembers the video from earlier in the year, I think it was, is it March, and you see the woman in the park with the dog, and she's calling the police, and she's like, he's attacking me, he's attacking me, help, help, and you're like, what, (laughs) because, you know, the guy's video is hating her, he's nowhere near her, and she's screaming that she's being assaulted. And all and you know, I think the news presenter did make the point at the end of the segment that how many times in history have, you know, and especially black men being put in jail for things that they didn't do, being lynched for things they don't do. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be black either. Because, you know, there's white guys, you know, white women, you know, just people in general that have been in jail for being accused of shit they have not done. So, yeah, I, I, you do kind of feel that, I think, if there was, you know, a charge, right, it doesn't have to be jail time, maybe it's just a fine, right, just a fine, but... It would act as a deterrent from people from doing this shit. Because in some instances, right, when, you know, it's not videotaped and they're not aired on national TV, that these comments stick. You know, you can't shift them. So everyone's just assuming you're a thief or you did this certain thing that you've been accused of. Shit holds weight at times, man. So, yeah, I definitely feel, you know, that they've got a point. I did wish that their lawyer didn't go, yeah, we need to do something about this Karen. I mean, like, can we stop? Can we stop? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's dumb, right? Because not every Karen is an asshole. So, you know, using the name to decry an asshole is bad, right? Like, I think the first time it was said, it's kind of amusing, but it's just like, all right, just stop it now. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's done. Just stop, right? And it's just a bit, yo, you're a lawyer, son. (laughs) You know what I mean? Use your words, right? Use your fucking words. But, at the end of the day, this is a crazy situation. A crazy situation, especially after, you know, the whole news on Brianna Taylor and the officers and all of that, right? And then this happens, right? It is insane. But, uh, yeah. It's just it's just a lucky as hell that yo senior videoed the shit right because if there was no video 
Who knows how this would get reported? But it's lucky he videoed it. It's lucky he is a world famous, you know, trumpeter. You know what I mean? Like, I think that renown it is something. And also because, you know, Soul has just dropped. And that's about a jazz musician. So I feel that that kind of plays into it, right, because everyone is thinking jazz music, and this film is so good, and then a renowned jazz trumpeter gets into this, well, videotapes this bullshit situation, there's some resonance there, right, so it's lucky he has notoriety, it's videoed, because if it wasn't, and if he wasn't, who fucking knows, man, who fucking knows, but, um, yeah, very interesting to see what they will do, because I think there's a petition, so, yeah, there, there, there's no actual reason at the moment for any prosecutions or things to be done to this woman, but, um, yeah, I think it's if they get a number, a certain number of signatories, something might happen. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I have a feeling it will go nowhere. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's some crazy shit. All right. So a lot of craziness has been going on for sure. But, but... In uh, in Russia, something interesting has definitely gone down. So they found a um, a woolly mammoth. Yeah, a woolly. Well, no, I should say a woolly rhino, which yeah is different from a woolly mammoth. Um, I believe, I do believe they are different animals. I could be wrong. Hmm. I'm doubting myself. I don't know if I should. Because, come on. How many times am I wrong, right? Ha! <laughs> yes, indeed. But, uh, yeah. They, they found this woolly rhino. And, um, supposedly, a lot of its internal organs are intact. How insane is that? You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy, right? So, it, this ha- they, they found this in, the, you know, the extreme north of Russia. You know, the cold, cold, cold-ass part, right? So, um, yeah, melting permafrosts in uh, Yakutia, uh, you know, they revealed this, uh, this, this carcass. Now, it happened in August... But because that region is so fucking cold and crazy, they they're waiting until next month when um you know it should be possible, right? You should be able to move uh vehicles and whatnot. Right? How crazy is in that? You know, like you've got to wait six, seven months. Before you can do anything. Now, that does mean that, uh, yeah, everything should be cool. 
You know, it's not like it's going to thaw out or anything like that. And I'm sure it has been moved to a facility. But, yo, I wonder what mysteries could be uncovered with this. It's crazy. And even, right? So if you have this fairly intact remains of a woolly, you know, prehistoric rhino, that means you will have DNA, right? You have DNA, people. How fucking close are we to Jurassic Park? How close are we to fucking Jurassic Park right now? You know what I mean? Like, fucking SpaceX has sent, uh, you know, a satellite into space. They're talking about, you know, um, public travel into space real soon. So, if that is on the horizon, then bringing prehistoric animals back to life... I kind of feel that is very close. And I do believe that they were talking about that maybe earlier in the year, right? Because I feel that something else was found. And, you know, with viable DNA, I think they also found viable dodo DNA as well. And they were saying that they could technically bring the dodo back. Yeah. But then I think the question was, what things would you bring back, right? Because there's certain things that became extinct just because that's the natural cycle of things. Then there are things that were made extinct by humans going crazy, right? There's your humans killed off the dodos, right? Because they're like, oh, these are tasty. Let's kill them. Right? So, I, I think that that comes into question. Right? What what would you bring back? What should you bring back? You know? But, god damn. How close are we to Jurassic Park, people? Whew! This is crazy. Alright, good place. Good place to end things and move on to something else. Right? So, let's do that. Okay, people, so on today's chin check, we break down the card of the upcoming Submission Underground 20 that is taking place tonight, right? So we look at all 10 fights, give our thoughts, you know what I mean? So uh, it's well worth checking out. And also, remember, we spoke with the boss lady herself, Heather Stanley on Monday, you know, and we talked about this card, we talked about matchmaking, we talked all things Submission Underground, so, yo, I think it's well worth checking out both episodes 128 and 129 of Chin Check, people, go do it, fulfill your life, bring happiness and a smile, you know, but before you do that, let's finish off this episode, all right? And share with your peoples, people. 
so with all the talk and everything going on i kind of felt that i needed to see season two of the mandalorian asap right whatever i listen to i'm listening to goddamn ufc unfiltered and they're talking about the mandalorian i mean come on i understand that that was probably a given seeing sarah is such a fan you know but i'm just like scrambling scrambling to avoid it and like everyone's talking about oh my god i watched the end and i was in tears like everyone's talking about how they were crying at the end and i'm thinking huh what the fuck happened and to be honest with you i thought something that yeah probably was way out there from what actually happened you know what i mean and especially i think with all the announcements of the new shows right i i did think oh <laughs> you know what i mean is uh yeah is someone um you know taking a, a cryogenic bath or something you know what i mean that's what that's what it, it seemed to imply the way everyone was talking but you know now i'm finished and uh yeah i have to say you know what i mean i enjoyed it people i enjoyed it so um you know i i think as with the previous we've got our characters back you know pedro pascal as the mandalorian although i am curious to how often he was the one in a suit but you know i think we found out last last year that yeah he wasn't always in the suit which did always seem a little like huh i mean surely he could be in it more but you know it is what it is right can't be mad or anything like that but uh yeah I'm, I, I guess it's one of those things you know what i mean i'm just like oh what is happening here but yeah we we had our um our main crew were back you know some interesting interesting additions you know and returning people like uh cara dune was back fennec shand you know even dr pershing you know he came back moff gideon and i mean the way the first season ended you knew that like gideon was gonna make a comeback and i think you know you knew that dunn was gonna be in it like there's certain people you could be like i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i see that person you know coming you know returning uh i i thought it was um yeah it was interesting to have uh you know timothy oliphant cobbervanth you know appear so i don't watch i mean i try i started is it rebels i don't know the star wars the clone wars i think that's the that was the first one right clone wars i started that and um yeah i don't know it's okay it kind of irritated me so i haven't kind of 
finished it. I'm, I, I'm actually, I think I'm still on the the special that launched the series. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm still, you know, still got a long way to go. But I did, you know, see the dark saber, the dark saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did come across the dark saber. And I also came across um, Anushka, Anushka, Anushka Tano, yeah, who uh, looks like she's grown up, <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, I, I'm I was intrigued for sure, for sure I was intrigued, and I gotta say, John Favreau, he, he's running a good ass show. <laughs> he's definitely running a good ass show. I'm digging it, right? I'm, I am feeling it, and I think I enjoyed season two more than season one, to be honest with you. And I think that's probably because I think this had more of a complete feel to it, right? I, I would say that with season one, you're trying to introduce introduce this new world. I mean, well, not so much a new world, but this element into this world. You know, the Mandalorian and all of these things. And they did a smart thing of kind of be on the outer rim. But it's still a case of trying to insert something into this universe that a load of people love. You know, and especially you had the you know, the, the last trilogy, so that's going on, right, so we're, we're already messing around in that sand pit, so you have to put this in, and just try and tie everything together, so I felt the first season, yeah, it was a lot of introductions, tiptoeing around, you know what I mean, and we're doing the whole done-in-one kind of thing. And although season one, yes, it did have this big overarching story, it was still kind of fragmented. Where season two, this one seems to be, a, a, it seemed more of a complete thing. You know, and yes, we still did have, you know, eight episodes that were all separate but they all did fit together like a puzzle. They did all lead on and on and on and on. You know, this whole trip of um, the Mandalorian looking to place the child with a Jedi. Right? So that was always the thing. And I like that. Right? Now, from the beginning, I mean, our first episode... So we're messing around with, um, um, oh my god, I just said his name, uh, fuck, Vamp, Whew. oh my days, dear, oh dear, yeah, Timothy Oliphant's, um, you know, his character, and I, I think when we were messing with this, I mean, we did get that series announcement, it's the Marshals of the New Republic, so I did wonder, ooh, is he part of that, right, and so, because of that, and the whole armour situation, 
I think there, there is this whole, I hate, right? And I feel a problem with being on certain networks. And I kind of feel, you know, the Mandalorian ties into that because it's, um, you know, Disney Plus, essentially, they're not trying to make anything too risque or crazy. So there is that fear that, it, you know, they're going to be playing a bit too safe with shit. You know, so I thought, I did worry that at the end, it was all going to come down with, ah, oh, you know what, you just keep it. You know, you've done a good job. You've helped me. Ah, you can keep it. But they didn't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. That's good. I think I definitely was able to relax into shit a bit more with that. Because I'm like, okay, they, they didn't do that cheesy ass bullshit. I, I think this should be cool. I, I think we can assume that they're not gonna play those terrible cards, and they didn't really. You know, they they really didn't. So, you know, I I like that aspect of it. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of fun. You know, what I mean? because we saw loads of people die in the first episode, and. Uh, uh, Look, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying I wanted to see loads of people die, but you're you're telling this story, and you were not trying to act like there's not gonna be, you know, collateral damage. Right. So I think that was important, right? So I, yeah, I dug the first episode, and was you know, it was having like <laughs> we saw the dude watching him towards the end and it was just like huh, who the fuck is that right huh, what is going on so you knew oh there's some there's some shit happening here i have to say the one thing that did get me in the second episode with the whole frog lady and all of that i'm like all right y you've got your kids <laughs> Right? You've got your kids and you're all this like, ah, oh, I need to bring them to my husband so we can fertilize them because, you know, that's our last of our line and all of this. And it's just like, wait, aren't you noticing that any are going missing? <laughs> like, there didn't seem to be an issue about, you know, someone eating the fucking kids. <laughs> right? And I'm just like, surely, like, surely she's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Are my other kids? There were this many eggs in this pot. Now there's less. What's going on? But no, no, didn't seem to be a thing, right? Didn't seem to be a thing at all. <laughs> but you know, it was it was a a funnish kind of episode. I I did think maybe that was the weakest of the bunch, but it still wasn't a bad episode, right? It did really get interesting, though, with, um, you know, episode three, when they introduced the other Mandalorians, and then you're kind of like, you know what I mean, you can look at things as being, oh, shit, it's, it, it, you know what I mean, it, it's more of a thing, it's more of a society with the different groups, because they're taking them helmets off. 
and they're like oh no you're from a very kind of overzealous kind of splinter group of mandalorians so i think that in itself right because i think when you're trying to say that this whole group is exactly the same and i think that's the one thing that always gets me with shows like uh, star wars and you know star trek right because you have people like the jedi but and everyone is exactly the same and they all follow and it's just like eh, i don't really believe everyone's gonna be the same yeah i think yeah you can get these people that have a you know they still believe in the overall thing but they've still got their own slight interpretation you know they're like yeah you know we're down with that but we don't like that you know and so the fact that then we have got this other group of mandalorians yeah for some reason i liked that i liked it it kind of felt more true you know what i mean like that yeah i can see that i can see that being the case right so all of that yeah dug it dug it and um yeah we also have you know anushka ayesha tano right who yeah i really everyone seems to love her right everyone seems to love her i don't quite understand why but not bad character for real not a bad character you know um and i did kind of like the whole thing around it and everything like there was that kind of fear that uh, so with meeting a jedi this early in what does that mean right what does that mean now i did think oh so is she gonna send him off to do something and then at the very end blah, blah, blah. but you know it, it kind of worked it worked in the way they did it you did that was a thing watching season two especially after all the announcements you do see all these backdoor pilots thrown in you know but I kind of, I'm kind of cool with that, you know, because I think it, it does let you kind of see an element or a character, and it, it, and I think you become more, more kind of down for it because you see it working within the cogs of the thing that you're interested in, right? So the fact that I don't really know a lot of this, you know, fanatical Star Wars lore, you know, I don't care, right? So you just have to pique my interest. You have to give me something that feels like it's worthwhile, that it has substance, you know, that it can resonate, right? And yeah, that character seemed kind of cool. So, yep, I'd be interested to see more of it, right? And I think that was one of the big things, that we're seeing all of this stuff. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, no, makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, I'm down with that. 
I did think that when you got to that episode, The Siege, and they're going to that base, right? And this is one of the things that I feel, you know, with the Mandalorian and everything like that, it's one of those things they, they do do, right? Because you have these stupid kind of things, like, um, oh, yeah, no, help us get rid of this base, right? It's an, it's an old, you know empire stronghold and yeah they don't really um they don't use it like they used to so i just think if we get rid of everyone then that's it and you'll be like what the fuck are you talking about right i mean sometimes the logic isn't there because you're kind of thinking to yourself all right the fact that they haven't just left the base completely tells you there is some importance to it so if you go in and do a thing, there will be repercussions. They're not going to go, oh, well, looks like we're leaving. <laughs> They're going to send like people to kind of investigate or to retaliate, right? But that shit never, ever gets brought up, which I do always find baffling. Do always find baffling. And especially once they kind of go, oh, this is more than we thought it was. <laughs> You're just like, well, duh, motherfuckers. <laughs> what did you think? Right? But, you know, it was, it, was still, it was still cool. I still didn't mind it. Right? And, um, yeah, so I did enjoy this. You know, as I said, like, the Boba Fett episode, that was really good. I did because I kind of feel it wasn't, um, <clears throat> it, it, we didn't see it for too long, but I'm like, is Fenwick Shand a robot now? Like, because I'm kind of like, you know, the way she kind of showed her stomach. It looked like there was a whole load of robot circuits. But I couldn't quite make it out. You know? So I'm like a bit like, is she a robot now? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't mind that at all. I mean, it was all kind of fun. Those dark troopers. Yeah. They did seem a little... And you do wonder though, right? Why aren't there more? See, I, I, this is one thing that does kind of spring up. When we see certain things with all of this, there is that kind of thing that, okay, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Or that, yeah, I can see that working. But why aren't there more? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, there is that. Now, the, the thing that I was kind of like, because you have Mandalorian, and he keeps on, oh yes, we know know the name of the child, but you know, I'll let you find that out, but he keeps on trying to get through the bubble, and it's not, like, we saw him attempt, what, three, four times, you're just like, surely, surely you're going to understand that you can't get through it, what, what, what are we doing here, you know, 
And the minute he walks away was the minute the fucking bubble drops. I'm just like, what? Really? Really? Are we fucking around with that? You know what I mean? Are we doing that? Now, yes, that was irritating. But I could let it go. You know what I mean? I could let it go. I did wonder, though, why at the very end they didn't say to Mayfield, yo, we've got a job. Do you want to help? You know, like, that would have made sense. That was, you know, one of those other kind of things that just kind of drift off into the ether. But you're just like, all right, you've done a thing, but you know there's something else you need to do. So why aren't you saying, Mayfield, you want to help out? But as I kind of feel at that moment, that was a time, right? And he seemed very amenable, probably probably to doing it so yeah i was a little baffled at that but you know i guess it is what it is so with the whole ending and all of that right i dug it i did dig it 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 was fun it was fun i'm i was a bit like wait there's more dark troopers than we initially saw, right? Was the ones that got sent that were in the hangar, and then suddenly you have a whole lot more appear. That seemed a bit like, huh, what the fuck is happening here, right? That, that that didn't make any. That didn't quite make any sense, and especially because. You know, <laughs> of what happens at the very end. So, I, I have to say, when that whole sequence did kick in, I had forgotten what time frame we were on. Because I think I watched this and I kind of, for some reason I always assume it's before the original tri trilogy. Right, but it's just after the last no it's after it's just after the original trilogy right so i think i get that time frame slightly askewed so when you then do realize who and what that was a bit like oh okay okay because i did think it was gonna be you know who's getting the, a miniseries as well. So I thought it was going to be him. And you're like, okay, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. You know, it all worked. I do like the fact, right? I do feel I like the fact now that um, we're going to get something new in season three. Right, I like the fact that they weren't afraid to mix things up, like with Mandal with the Mandalorian ship. You know what I mean? And, and certain things, they they're fine with going. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna veer off here. We're gonna take things in this direction instead. So I feel that's interesting. 
you do have a feeling that this new Mandalorian sect are going to play into things. So, I feel that, you know, they have kind of set the ground for new fields. And I like that. Because I feel with the last lot of, you know, Star Wars films, they were too much of an animal to the past right they seem to be like oh we gotta tie it into this and we gotta have this and you know oh we're doing this and i'm just like it's stifles storytelling right and i feel that the whole child business it's cool it was fun right but if 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 they were gonna play it for longer I think it would have got boring so I do like the fact that you're just like all right clean slate what are we gonna do you know what I mean I think that's a good thing and so yeah I'm very much looking forward to season three and we get the kind of you know the book of Boba Fett how <laughs> we have that whole sequence at the very end you know, so that's cool, right? I'm looking forward to that. That was some interesting shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? Because we, um, we have, uh, you know, some old remnants of Jabba the Hutt messing around, like characters that you kind of remember from all of that. So, yeah, but it kind of opens things up now. So it will be interesting. I feel, I do feel that, yeah, the backdoor kind of pilots as they were for these new series, I think all of that worked. I think we get enough information to be like, okay, I could watch that. So all in all, I mean, season two of The Mandalorian, it tells a good story. It opens things up for more. And... We get some interesting splinter series from it. So all in all, yo, yeah, this for me, it worked a lot more than season one. So yeah, I'm glad I checked it out. Especially glad that now I know <laughs> what everyone's talking about. And I have to say, I did not cry. <laughs> I, I don't know why people are saying they cried. It baffles me. Yeah, I want to smack people around the head Because I'm just like, there's nothing to cry about, you fucking idiots You weirdos But, um, you know, to each their own To each their own But I, I would recommend, check it out If you like season one, yeah This is a lot better You know, so uh, go check it Season two of The Mandalorian On Disney Plus, people <laughs> So, I figured I need to finish, you know, finish the year by completing, um, you know, the Salvation Sequence Trilogy, right? So, um, yeah, the last book came out in October, I think it was October, or beginning of November. So, I've just been plowing through them, and, uh, yeah, they've been fun, you know, they've not been bad, they do... I think after a while when you've read so many books from a certain author, you do notice 
trends and things like that. So there are definitely those Peter F. Hamilton traits that stand out throughout this. You know, some for better or for worse. You know, but I think all in all, first two books were, were good, were decent. They set things up nicely. So it all comes down to book three, The Saints of Salvation. Once again, John Lee narrates it and um, yeah, always does a good job. So the gist of this one is this, live in hiding or die for freedom. Humanity welcomed the Oliox and their utopian technology, but mankind was tricked. Now these visitors are extracting a terrible price. For two years, the Oliox have laid siege to Earth, harvesting its people for their god. One by one, cities are falling to their devastating weaponry, and while millions have fled to seek refuge in space, others continue to fight an apparently unwinnable war. As Earth's defeat draws near, a team attempts to infiltrate the salvation of life, the Oliox's Ark ship. If it succeeds, those chosen will travel to a hidden enclave, thousands of lights years away. <clears throat> Once there, they must signal its location to future generations to bring the battle to the enemy. Maybe allies scattered throughout space and time can join forces, yet in the far future, humanity is still hunted by their ancient adversary. And as forces battle on in the cold reaches of space, hope seems distant indeed. So, you know, essentially in this book, it's kind of tying up loose ends. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've got to the point in which the other books were leading to. So it's, okay, how is everything going to get tied up? Because, you know, we're at the beginning of this book, right? So how are we going to cover all these pages or um, audio files with, um, with stuff that's actually worthwhile, right? And I think that's the big thing here. Now, we do get some loose ends, you know, because we're still jumping around those time streams. So Ollie's story is concluded finally because god damn i hated that character so much right because he's an arsehole he's a bona fide arsehole and it's just like painting him as if he's you know trying to do the right thing and, blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like no because first of all the original you know thing that him and his friends were tasked with like, if you don't question that, you are so dumb, right? Because it's just like, why would you want me to do this job? Yeah, oh, it just seems so fishy from the giddy up. So there was that. Then he was happy with his buddy doing the bullshit to the woman, right? So I'm just like, nah, son. Like, you can talk about your gran and your brother all you want, but, you know, what you did doesn't justify, you know what I mean? Like, 
because it makes out that he was so desolate. But I'm sure there were other jobs. Like it's like today when people like go, you know a lot of times they talk about oh I can't find anything and you be did you apply for McDonald's I ain't working there. You know, so there was something they could do, but they didn't want to for pride or whatever other reasons. But um, yes, that got tied up. I did hate the whole, oh, but the ancestors of, you know what I mean? Like, not everyone needs to get connected to this greater story. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I was just a bit like, ah, uh, why did we bother with that? You know, like, some people could just disappear. Okay? Their, their art can end, and that's it. Right? Do we really have to, oh, yes, and, oh, this person who's doing work in the future is, and like, ah, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. But, um, yeah, after all of that kind of stuff, goes down we then you know it, it, it's kind of like this holding pattern right so we're we're with the saints for a period of time and you know i feel their um you know their fate was pretty obvious i think you could work out how all of that was gonna go i, I wouldn't say it was just so glaringly clear but i think once you've read a gang of hamilton's books you can kind of surmise i kind of feel that this is gonna happen you know what i mean um so yeah that all was a thing and yeah it was fine right it's fine there was a lot of stuff with them that I, I didn't really feel was overly necessary. You know, complaining about hot or cold food. Like, there's stuff you just are like, eh, I don't need that. That doesn't, I don't care. Right, so there was that. And then you've got, you know, the future people, Delian and all of that. And it's just his weird relationship with... um. For the life of me, I can't remember the, the, his girlfriend's name. Um, but yeah, she's smarter than him. That's it. Right? But it's always just like, oh, I feel so guilty because I did this. To and you're like, ugh. Ugh. No. I don't care. Right? So I did find some of that became trying. But... Like, you know, the conclusion battles and all of that, that was fine. That was fine. And it, you know, I think it kind of went how you expect because it can't all be one way and there needs to be some, you know. So, yeah, it was fine. But you, again, I feel you could see it coming. But it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's the conclusion and all of that. I did think the and uh, I don't know because I, in on one hand I'm fine with a kind of open end ending, right? I don't think everything needs to be wrapped up in a way and all of that. But I kind of like another part of me kind of feels that like the ending it was always a bit like uh, 
you kind of feel that part should have been part of the greater story because it was one of the main threads of the trilogy. You know what I mean? It was like one of the main things. So the fact that that then wasn't covered, it was a little bit of a cop-out. I kind of felt, I was like, ah, come on, man. Just do it. Now, I am sure that there's going to be some sort of, you know, sci-fi anthology and that part of the story will get told in a short form, a short story format. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling that will most likely happen. But, yeah, in a way, it was a bit of a shame it didn't occur in the trilogy itself, you know? But, all in all, meh, it was alright. I think Saints of Salvation is, for me, it was the weaker of the three books, you know? I, I did kind of feel that. It, it was the one kind of meh, average, compared to the other two. Um, like, we had returns of characters, but, like, I kind of felt that that character was never gone after the way they, you know, died in an earlier book. You're just like, yeah, I don't feel that's the end of him. You know, just because the character was so big, right? Such a threat. You kind of thought, meh, they're going to turn up again. And they do. You know, so you have stuff like that, which I feel is meant to be a surprise, but it's not really a surprise. So, yeah, it, it, it was the flattest of the three books for me. But, you know, it tied most things up and I was fine with it, you know. So it's done. I'm happy it's done, right? Happy it's done. I will move on to something else. Not quite sure what yet. But, uh, yeah. Now it's time to find a new story, you know, maybe I'll go back to the Grey Man, who knows, but, uh, yeah, alright, I mean, if you read the other two, oh, you're gonna read this, you know what I mean, you're gonna read this, and if you haven't, you're not gonna jump into the last book of a trilogy, so, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, yeah, I feel that, um, Hamilton fan, they're gonna read it, I, I'd be interested to see how they feel about it, you know, so you can always leave a comment, people, you know, do the thing, but, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on the Saints of Salvation from Peter F. Hamilton, it's okay, but not, not the best work from him, you know what I mean, but there you go, you can't have everything, you know what I mean, yeah, alright, cool, let's move on. Okay, people, so we are at that point again. We are close to ending another episode. Before we do, we're taking a look and seeing what's happening in the world of TV. Now, there's not a whole heap, but there's a little sign something, right? So, um, fans of uh, Batman, the animated series, and Batman Beyond... 
you're in, you can rest happy because both series are now coming to HBO Max. Now, I have to say, I, I did think the animated series was pretty good, right? Like, I didn't think the films were much cop, but I did enjoy the animated series. Batman Beyond was a little bit hokey for me. You know what I mean? I wasn't completely sold on that. But yeah, you know, I'd watch um, the animated series again for sure. Alright, so, um, hey, it's dropping on Friday, right? Season 3 of Cobra Kai, which has got people happy. You know what I mean? I think people are very happy that it got picked up by Netflix and it didn't just die a death, right? And um, while they have been out doing press, Ralph Macchio and uh, William Zabka have revealed that, um, yeah, the plan is for six, six series, six, six, six seasons. So I'd imagine four, five, and six, not another six on top of these three. That'd be kind of crazy, right? So, um, yeah, Macchio said the writers have always felt they had six seasons in their head for a story arc. So that should all land when the time is right. You don't want to overstay your welcome, but the fans are having fun and there's more story there. As long as we're allowed to keep doing it, Billy and I are in. Of course they're in. Because they're not getting other work. So why would you want to end this? But uh, yeah, you know, I, I yeah, I, I, I think I watched the first season. I forget because it must have been so. I think it when it originally dropped. But I haven't done. I definitely haven't done season two. So I need to go back and see. Because I, I, I think I thought it was amusing, but just mad cheesy. Now I might be wrong. So yeah, I, I will take another look at some point. We'll see what um, all the fuss is about. But, so, after last week and all the news on all the new product dropping from, uh, you know, Disney, you know, over all the brands, Marvel and Star Wars included, we have some news on um, Star Wars Acolyte, right? So, I think the news was that uh, Leslie Headland would be, um, you know, running this, right? But we now find out that Rain Roberts has um, joined onto the project to help co-develop, right? So, um, yeah, I think they're both show running and executive producing this one, right? And, like, maybe because Headland has no real knowledge of Star Wars, you know, and Roberts, you know, she is, she works as vice president of film and development at Lucasfilm, can fill in those gaps. I mean, sometimes it is definitely good to get something fresh, some fresh eyes with, um, you know, people that have no attachment to something. But I, I, I imagine they want to be able to uh, make sure that, you know, no crazy, you know, 
plot holes are left open and all of that kind of business. Now, what I think I didn't realise, the uh, the series is set a long, long time ago. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's meant to be at the tail end of the High Republic era. I, for the life of me, I I have no clue what the High Republic was. I just lose track. There's so much odd shit happening, right? But, um, yeah, so um, they're saying it's around a century before the events of the prequel trilogy. So, um, yeah. You know, they're saying it's a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers. And I think it's a, a female-led series. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. So I guess it's completely new characters and all of that. So, yeah, never a bad thing. But, yeah, we will see, people. We will see. But that's it. We are done for 2020. We will see you again in 2021, people. Enjoy the new year. All right? Be safe, but have fun. All right? Peace.